This podcast is intended for adult audiences only and contains explicit language in spicy situations. And we do not replace any advice of professionals and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not reflect our own. Welcome to the Pineapple Express podcast. And I'm your host, Kylie, a.k.a. Sexy Swinger Chick. And I'm Brad, a.k.a. Brad the Space Cadet. Journey with us as we navigate in ethical non-monogamy, sex positivity, sex work, and relationship advice as millennial swingers. Explore with us as we share some of our upside-down pineapple ventures with you. All All aboard aboard the Pineapple Express. I get asked all the time, How do I get into the non-monogamous lifestyle? And I've got the solution for you. It's the Three Fun app. It's the best dating app for couples and singles looking to explore open relationships. It's totally millennial friendly, aka it's in the 21st century, you guys. This is finally a dating app for us non-monogamous folks who are looking for a unicorn. Maybe you're looking for a bull. Maybe you're looking for a couple. This is my favorite app, and I use it all the time. If you want to find a link to it, just go to www.sexyswingerchick.net, and you'll find my link. I hope to see you guys there. Okay, okay, okay. So you're wondering how you can get to a Swinger Society event? You guys, you got to go to swingersociety.net. We also have a Discord. We also have a Facebook group of an online community of just swingers. Of all ages, all races, we're super inclusive, and you guys gotta join swingersociety.net. Come to events with us, meet all of my friends at the Swingers Society. You guys, there's tons of influencers, tons of names from TikTok and Instagram and social media. You guys are gonna love Swingers. Hi, guys, welcome to the Pineapple Express podcast. I'm your host, Kylie, aka Sexy Swinger Chick. And I'm Brad aka brad the space cadet so we have been doing this is like a long time coming this podcast so today we're just going to be introducing ourselves and introducing our story to you we have so much in store for you guys we're so excited to share our adventures in non-monogamy sex work and sex positivity and also advocacy um, because we are advocates for sexual freedom um, so I'll let Brad introduce himself and I will introduce myself and then we'll tell our story and how we became swingers. So Brad, tell us, um, who are you? What do you do? So <clears throat> my name's Brad. Um, I'm a swinger. Um, I do painting for a living. Um, I'm a dad also, um, uh, that comes first. But we would like to be lifestyle um, coaches, if you would may say that. Um, yeah. And I'm Kylie. So I am Brad's now fiance. So we are 31 millennials who became swingers in our late 20s. Um, we were together for six years prior. And um, I decided one day it would be a good idea to uh, start creating swinger content (laughs) on TikTok and Instagram and all of the social medias. And um, it blew up. And now we're here (laughs) almost two years later 
doing this podcast for you guys and we're so excited to not only have tons of like educators on here and hear some fun stories um but we we really just want to help uh the community you know and continue creating and building a community um around education and support so um i will have brad start out the story of how we became swingers and kind of yeah, where we are now. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, I met Kylie six years ago. And on our very first date, Kylie informed me that she was bisexual. She used to have a girlfriend. Um, she didn't know then, but she was a unicorn for uh, other couples and so she presented me with an ultimatum be okay with us having women come into the bedroom or this isn't going to work out i think the way that i should have worded it if i'm looking back i probably should have said hey i'm this sexual person and i need you to allow me to express my sexual freedom and I kind of just worded it as, hey, we're going to have threesomes. I'm, you know, 25 years old and I've, I'm, I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who's not like sexually open. If you're going to sexually repress me, then like goodbye. Yeah. Well, That's kind of how I said it. <laughs> I ran with it. I was like, uh, hell yeah. I was like, I've never been with a woman that was like, let's bring in other chicks into the bedroom. So, um, I think we scrolled through vanilla websites. Somehow, we found one girl. Um, went out, drinks, um, dinner. Went back to our place. And Kylie and her started playing together. And back then... Um, Kylie wasn't comfortable with me playing with other women. I was allowed to touch a little bit, um, but none of the fun stuff. Um, yeah. Which I understood. Um, I couldn't be mad about that. I still got to play with Kylie. I got to watch her play with, you know, another girl. And then after that, you know, we kind of reflected on it and we're like, yeah, we'll do it again. And then we kept looking and we were just using the wrong apps, you know, every vanilla app out there and you can't find a unicorn on there. I mean, you might find one in a million, but. Well, we were on like Tinder and plenty of fish and like we just we to be fair, like we just didn't know that swinging was like an option like. We we had no I mean, we had never seen anything in the media about swinging other than like the key party jokes. Um, we we had no idea what swinging really was because at the time, no one on social media was like talking about swinging. And so we didn't realize that that was an option like that. We could go to clubs or events or you know on swinger apps like three fun or sls or sdc and like find single females we just thought oh we'll go on tinder and find someone we'll go on bumble um we had heard about polyamory kind of through maybe like social media or reading about it online and then 
um, especially like during COVID, we heard, it had like a big spike. So, um, yeah. So then what happened? So we end up at that point, we were looking, we had no success with finding another woman. Um, we end up getting pregnant. Um, and then we had our baby, um, that took up a lot of our time, but it was still kind of there in both of our minds. We kept talking about it. Like yeah. the conversation, it was a constant conversation. And like, that's the one thing for like new couples that are thinking about, like we continuously had that conversation. Like we really want this. We just don't know how to get there. Um, so then you brought it up to your, who was it? Your friend at work. Yeah. My friend at work. Um, actually two of them I worked with, I overheard them talking. Um, one of my friends, him and his wife bring in unicorns. And then my other friend, he's, uh, you know, full swap, full swap swinger, yeah. uh, swinger. And I told, uh, the full swap guy, I was like, you know, we've been looking for unicorns. We can't find them anywhere. And he was like, you know, we have two clubs in Cleveland. And like, if you don't know me and Brad, uh, we are from Cleveland, Ohio. We're very vocal about where we're from. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's nothing new. But, yeah, some of you may not know us through social media, and this might be your first interaction with us. So, yes, we are from Cleveland, um, and we do have two different clubs. Yeah. So he, he told me Club Escape, Club Eros. I had looked them up while I was at work. And then I brought it home and I was like, hey, check out this website. Remember, you know, we were talking about, you know, looking for a place to find single women. Well, this is where we need to go. And anyway. I kind of looked at Brad like he had a dick growing out of his forehead. I was like, wait. So what you're saying is you you think we should be swingers? Like, I don't want to sleep with men. I only want women. And and he kind of explained it to me like, no, 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 there's single women there um, that, you know, we can just have fun with the single women. Um, so, like, you don't have to sleep with the guys. And still I was like, mm, that's weird. I feel like our parents would probably do something like that. Like it's just for old people who put their keys in a bowl. Like that's no. So I was not against it, but I just, at that moment, I was just like, I don't know about this and I don't have enough information. Um, so I didn't flat out say no, but I was just like, mm, I don't know, Brad, like this, this place looks cool and it seems cool in essence, but like, I don't know. We will revisit this at a different time. Yeah, so I think on and off, we talked about it for six-ish months. Um, you know, we were in a better place. We had been doing counseling for two years at that point. Um, we really had some bad communication issues with, you know, how we talked to each other. And to be fair, our communication is getting better but it's still not the greatest which i think being in the lifestyle really helped with that but it's still 
we have some improving to do, which as it's always a, it's it's never a finished museum piece under glass. <laughs> it's something that you're literally working on every day because it keeps getting scratched and dinged and dented. So you just gotta keep working on it. And if you don't, it's gonna fall apart and you can't continue, you know, let alone living with that person and being happy, but also swinging with that person right and expecting like oh we're gonna go to these events and this is just gonna be a band-aid to all of our problems it's gonna fix everything and what's really gonna happen is your emotions down inside of you they might come out while you're there and you might make an ass out of yourself well all of those yeah so like i think that me and you doing that therapy you know um and I wouldn't say that we had like a bad relationship. I think that we were just kind of, you know, we were young um, and we were thrust into this like, you know, because I got pregnant early on, like Brad was saying. And and I think we were like thrust into this relationship and we kind of, obviously I was, I've always been super in love with you, but like we just, we ha- we didn't have any other choice. We went from honeymoon to soon to be parents. Right. We didn't we didn't have any other choice but to like work on our relationship, which I think um is a good thing and I definitely think swinging has helped that, but I also think that like had we not done those 2 years of therapy, we would have been totally screwed. Yeah. Wouldn't definitely. you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, one day I kind of got a wild hair up my butt, which I tend to do. Um, I have ADHD. I'm neurodivergent. Um, if you don't know me from social media, I'm a neurodivergent sex worker. Um, so I kind of just got this wild hair up my butt and I went on the Eros website and there was like Q&A on there, which props to them for that and I read it and I was like oh this swinging thing doesn't seem so weird we should just like do a date night and try it and 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 go to this club and and kind of think outside of the box so I called Brad and I was like I did a thing and and what were you thinking in that moment when I was like Brad I did a thing I honestly um knowing you you know because we had talked about it but you kind of did it as a surprise i thought you went and got another cat (laughs) honestly (laughs) i'm like she went and got another damn cat i was like i'm good with the two we have i i finally like them they're grown up no it was completely opposite she's like hey i got us a membership for club eros um we're gonna go to this event uh this weekend babysitters already all set up so get a nice outfit get your hair cut get yourself all ready because we're going to the club to be fair i did get you another cat just a different kind of cat (laughs) yeah all kinds of kitty cats all kinds of kitty cats so 
throughout that, I would say, what was it, a week? Because so the event that we wanted to go to, it was it was called Couples and Unicorns. So the reason why we were interested in that was because we wanted to find a single female. I had no intentions of being with another man. And I made that extremely clear to Brad. I was like, we're not doing this. I don't want anybody else. You fulfill me sexually to where I don't feel like I need another man. So basically, um, we did a bunch of research on the internet. We, we went on different blogs and we read different things and we heard, oh, you have to create boundaries. So we sat and remember we had talks and talks and we were like, well, what are our boundaries? And we both decided like no kissing. You decided no kissing. I went along with it. I, I, I wanted to make you feel comfortable. Um, I didn't know how I was going to feel about the kiss. I just wanted to kiss another girl because you were going to be kissing another girl. Well, then, but we were like, no kissing for either of us, though, right? Yeah, but, you know, I was like, oh, man, no kissing. But then I was like, you know, I don't want to make you I, But I was really adamant about the kissing thing. And I and I, many swingers do this in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable by, like, pushing for it. I was like, maybe it's a talk we can have down the road if we continue so there was no kissing and then we were like oh well, we're not gonna full swap because we figured out what full swap meant so if you don't know what full swap means full swap means where two couples there's penetration so you're having the full-on act of sex um soft swap can be parallel play you can be giving head you can be eating pussy um but it's never the full act of sex um, so Brad and I were like, well, we're okay with that with other girls, you know, but I was like, I don't want you to penetrate another girl. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Um, because I thought that I was going to be super jealous. And so those were our rules. And then it was like, what else? Like condoms, obviously condoms, Yeah, condoms. no phone numbers, like no, we weren't going to get attached to anybody. Yeah. We weren't giving out phone numbers. Um, we could do Snapchat, but like we weren't, yeah, yeah which we, I'm not a social media person, so they would have been interacting with Kylie, which is to this day, it's like 99% of it. Most couples are like that though. Yeah. You have the there's one. one that runs it, but now, you know, usually with some couples, um, before we even meet, the four of us will do a group chat mm -hmm. and then most of the time afterwards if we want to continue talking to them like we had a good time with them we'll start another group chat we won't just yeah, but direct... that's mostly other couples like in our dynamic and i know a lot of swingers you know and obviously this is two years down the road but like in our dynamic, like, if I sit there and if I, like, am private messaging a couple or something, like, you don't because the trust is there. Um, and, and it's something that we've peeled a layer back. Like, you kind of let me do my thing, my socialization thing, while I think in person you are better than on social media and on... Yeah. You know, you just Getting don't like the phone. Getting my words across over in text form, just, I don't know. Brad's you don't not get a my, texter, you guys. You don't get my sarcasm, my humor. It's It seems dry, and I, I'm short, and it's just because I'm like, 
why don't you just talk to me on the phone or when I see you in person, like I'll really get to know you. Right. And he, but, but so, but that was like our rules. We were like, no text, like we're not getting attached. Like this is just fun. So we, we set all these boundaries and mind you, this was during COVID babe, tell them about this stupid COVID rule. We had yeah. to deal with. So in Cleveland, um, well in Ohio in general. Well, yeah. In Ohio. So, the club we decided to pick, um, Eros, had just moved from a small place to a big place. She did all of this not knowing COVID was coming, and she still opened up. Their but... opening day was March 5th for the new club. COVID hit. I think that they shut all the bars down March 15th. So 10 days after she opened her new club. Yeah. Um, and if you guys don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about um, she. Her name's Jenny. She's the owner of Club Eros. Um, she's the only female owner in the Midwest. And um, if you've never, if you're from the Midwest, you have to check this club out because it totally changes the culture of the club. And we love Jenny. Um, hopefully, someday we can get her on the podcast. That'd I feel like we cool. should. But yeah, yeah. But like the the rules were in Ohio. There was a 9 p.m. curfew for any social events, and they were, like, limited numbers, so they could only sell, like, I think it was, like, 75 tickets, and that's... And we had to wear masks. Yeah. Because they had, like, health inspectors coming, like, they yeah, were they were literally very, walking through. Very, very thorough about... Yeah, so if you weren't sitting down at a table with a drink in your hand, and it, you could be standing right next to the table... Your mm-hmm. mask had to be on. Yep. And staff was like, I'm sorry, you guys got to put it on. I know it's annoying. Yeah. Like, you're trying to get to know these people. You're end up kissing them in the back room. It doesn't make any sense being here. But it was the rule. It was, it was the just rule. they had to follow those rules. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it started at 4 p.m. and it went until 9 yeah. p.m. Um, normally, that club opens at, at 9, 9. p.m. And closes at three or four in the morning. Well, that's on Halloween, but three. Yeah, typically yeah. three. So we we knew everything. We were like, bring your own alcohol. We knew to like kind of – so like we dressed nicely where we felt sexy. Um, so we had read all of that on the website, which again, kudos to Eros for like putting that out there and like m- making it so that we knew what we were doing. We f- at least felt like we did. Yeah. So Women – you know, you come in basically anything. Oh, yeah. You can you wear flannel want... and ripped jeans and a pair of combat boots if you feel sexy yeah. in it. Guys, you got to stay on, you know, kind of a a certain slot of, of You clothes. have to dress nice. Yeah. Dress... You, can't, you can't wear Jordans. You can't wear jeans with, you know, even if they're designer and they have the rips in them, tears. They don't like that. You Business can't wear... casual men. Yeah. Yes. Can't wear baseball hats or basketball hats. Can't wear jerseys or t-shirts with writing on it. Mm-hmm. Like polo, button-up, sweater, or like a nice plain t-shirt, like a solid color t-shirt. So we went. We had our own alcohol. We, Brad and I didn't know what the fuck to think because we're sitting over there in the corner at the bar. Um, 
you know, we're, we're talking and it's me and him and we're looking around and there's like that elephant in the room, right? Like every, it's like that elephant, like we're all there to do the same thing, but like, how do you get there? What do you say? How do you initiate conversations with people? And me and Brad are just like, you know, because we hadn't dated. I mean, we dated each other, obviously, but like before we dated each other, we didn't date anybody for seven years. Right. So like because we were both in long term relationships ever since we were teenagers. So like we didn't know how to talk to other people other than each other. So we were like sitting at the bar and an hour goes by, two hours go by the bartender, you know, so it's like what, seven o'clock, eight o'clock this time. Bartender is like, hey, if you guys want to actually swing and like do this, I know you guys are new, but like you have to go talk to people. So we were like all right let's just go fuck fucking talk to the first couple we see the first so we went up to a table what seemed like regulars at the club like they seemed to know each other pretty well and they seemed super nice so we went up and we started talking to them and they didn't shoo us away and they weren't like ew fuck you get away from us they they were like sit down chat with us and we got to know them and we felt more comfortable yeah we weren't you know, we just wanted to break ice with somebody. Um, we weren't looking to, you know, hook up with them. We could, right, because we didn't know what we weren't. We, yeah, yeah, we, weren't and we knew there were couples. Like, all right, this couple, we're gonna make it happen. So, but I'm a smoker. Um, so at Eros, they have, um, they have an outdoor patio, but in the wintertime, they have like a heated tent, and everybody's got to go inside there so we went in and it was just packed with people and there was a thruple sitting over in the corner and i don't know who started it if it was um a uh i think it was so we were like so and this is something that you ladies will find especially the bisexual ladies which if you don't know i'm an openly bisexual female um, an advocate for the bisexuality community. Um, and I've been openly bisexual since I was 17 years old. So I think it was started out as like, oh my God, I love your outfit. And like just light flirting between the ladies. And then you and the male within the thruple. So um, we have J, we have A, and we have S who were this thruple that we're speaking of. And you and J were just like, vibing you guys were smoking and you guys were like chatting me and the girls you know we start making out and I'm sitting on their lap and I'm grabbing on their boobs and it's like this sexy thing and you and Jay are just standing over there watching yeah. us in awe You're and like, I'm asking him I was like how long have you guys been doing this and I'm, I'm pretty sure they told me like years that yeah they have been at this so like we had found People our age. Because they were they were close to our age. That was yeah. the other thing that, that we were not. I mean, I guess we were kind of expecting it, but like, um, and it's way different now. Like, we go to any event now, and there's way younger people. But when we were there, which social media, I think, you know. Um, but when we were there, it was like, everybody was 40 plus. I would say, like, late 30s up. I did. I mean, like they were late twenties. They were a couple years younger than us. Yeah, mid to late thirties. Yeah, 
No, no, no. They were younger than us. That couple, J, A, and S, they were all younger than us. They were in their late 20s. They were 26, 27. And, oh, that's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. So Brad and Jay kind of like, Jay was kind of able to explain some things to Brad. Um, I didn't need explaining. All I needed at that moment was some pussy. And boy, did I get me some pussy. So it's getting late. It's about 8 o'clock, 8, 8.15 at this point, and one of the girls goes, one of the girls in the thruple, S, goes, hey, I want to show you the thing. And I'm like, what's the thing? And she's like, well, come to the back room with me and I'll show you. Which kind of sounds like I, I, she was a stripper because that's what I say to guys all the time at work. <laughs> it sounds like she's a predator. She's like, I'm going to get right? this girl. I'm going to tie her up. I'm going to do all this crazy stuff to her. So... I'm like, lead the way. And, I was into it. Yeah, and our, our club has a really cool room there. It's a couples-only room. It's like a, an orgy couples-only room. So no single men. Yeah, no single men, no single women. But um, she was a single woman. To, well, no, because she was, she was part of yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. part of their, their thruple couple thing. So we went back there. We came in, and there was already four five girls on the giant bed yeah and it was just women yeah and they came in and they were like somebody was like can we join you guys they're like hop on in so we all started like this eight woman orgy and i was at the point where i just wanted brad to watch i was uncomfortable with him touching or being you know well good thing i was like that because Mr. Uh, you know, Brad, his, his, his dick couldn't get a man downstairs yeah. waking up for me. <laughs> and he was freaking out. So he goes over to Jay and he was like, bro, because Jay's wasn't either. Right. Because he hadn't taken his ED meds yet. Yeah. No, he was like, I, don't worry about it. He was like. He was like, I'm, I'm going to save mine for later at the house. He yes, like, and he had an extra one, too, didn't he? Right, he had an extra one. Or he just explained to you. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure he gave me one. Okay. Um, he's like, I hadn't taken it yet. I didn't think anything was going to happen, so I waited. He's like, I have an extra. Do you want it? I was like, sure, thinking that it would work in, you know, five minutes, but... um. You know, that's not the case. You need to give them a little more time than that. So this eight woman orgy is going on. And all of a sudden we hear it's 845. It's 845. Come on, everybody get your clothes on and get the fuck out of here. So we're like freaking out. We're like, well, we don't want to end this, you know, and it's like. Yeah, right when we. The night is young. Got the courage to go do some fun stuff. It's right. Like, time's up. <laughs> so that thruple J, S and A was like, hey. You guys should come back to our house. So Brad and I kind of look at each other. We kind of like go in the corner and we talk about it. And he was like, do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I think I would be comfortable with that. I said, um, I, I'm comfortable with them. I like them. I think that we're having a nice time and I don't really want to end it. So they, you know, gave us the address and, and we drove and we're in the car. And I'm like, so what do you think about swinging? And Brad was like, yeah i liked it i mean i haven't i at this point haven't experienced the swinging part um well i was like well how did you like watching like what did yeah, it make i like i told her you know i was like 
the hottest thing that I've ever seen in my life. Eight women. I don't know. Like, I want to keep my eyes on you, but my eyes are wandering left to right, left to right, left to right. I'm like, this is just insane. And, um, you know, we were driving there and we were, I think we were bouncing around some boundary things of like, well, we're going to their place. This is going to be a little different. Um, and he was like, would you be okay if like more happened? And I had felt comfortable enough with them that I was like, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, but like, I'm really happy right now. And these are my people. And honestly, like, I think I would be okay with more. Um, and you said the same thing. You were like, I, I think I would be okay with more than just like the women and women. And yeah, I, I kind of knew then I'm pretty sure in that car ride, like, um, I haven't changed much. Um, I, well, I have changed a little bit, but I like to be occupied you know, with another woman while she's either with another woman or another guy. Um, I'm not a cuck. It's not my thing to just sit there <laughs> and watch her. Um, she's the opposite way. Well, I'll tell them why, though. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. But, yeah, getting back. So, we got to their house. Um, we're in the kitchen. We had some shots. Uh, we were just hanging out in there talking for 30 minutes. And they're like, well, you want to follow us to the bedroom? And so we went back to the bedroom. The three of them started together. Me and Kylie had started together. And and then Brad and I are fucking. Like, we're full yeah. on fucking um, in, in front of them. And we realized we love that. And then the girl, um, so A, um, leans over and goes, is it okay if I play with him? And in that moment, I was terrified when she said that. Like, I was literally terrified. Um, but I was like, oh, oh, okay. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to get over. The, there's no way to get over something unless you do it. Yeah, just jump into it. And I, and I, I was like, I, I was insecure and scared and, and worried. But then I was like, you know what? Brad loves me more than anything. What do I have to be afraid of? You know, um, we're doing this together. Um, I was, to be 100% honest with you, um, and I've really never even told Brad this. I've never told anybody this, but I wasn't really keen on having sex with another guy at that point. Um, I was attracted to him, to Jay. It wasn't that I was unattracted. Um, it just, that wasn't where I was yet. Um, obviously, my experience in the lifestyle has changed. And now I'm like, I found had this newfound love for Dick. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but that just wasn't where I was at that point. Um, but I did it because, A, I thought I had to. B, um, I really wanted Brad. I knew that, like, I knew that this, intrinsically I knew that this was something that Brad wanted. Um, so I focused a lot of my attention on Brad 
in that moment and um when he started penetrating her and having sex with her and i was like i looked over and i'm i'm like what what's going on inside my loins right now like why am i liking this so much um and then he's like pounding her really really good and i'm like wow there's something fucking wrong with me because <laughs> i'm obsessed with this um and I remember telling him this while he and I'm like, dude, this is so hot. This is so hot. And he was like just looking over at me kind of like confused because that was not the reaction that I think either of us were expecting. And now, you know, two and a half or um, two years later, I am the biggest cut queen you'll ever meet. <laughs> yeah. She cheerleads me so much sometimes that i'm like hey can you settle down over a little bit i just get so excited you're my concentration she's like yeah fuck that pussy and i'm like i'm like it's hot i was like but you're screaming it at me right now and i'm trying to pay attention i've come to the realization that i i think i know why i'm like that and it's because you know, in previous relationships, um, I had been cheated on and I had been, um, you know, mistreated. And I think it's because I can control it. In my mind, I can control, um, you know, what's going on. And that makes me feel safe and sexy like that, you know, because they all say that like, you know, kinks and stuff come from like past traumas. And, and I think that that's where that comes from is like that can not, you know, that I'm able to control my feelings. And if at any moment I say, Brad, please stop, which literally has never happened. But no, if, if at any moment I have to say that, I know that I can, and I feel safe doing that. Um, and I, and I think that's where my cucking comes from. I don't know about anyone else, but that's just my personal preference and what I believe. Um, so anyways, the night goes on and I swap with the husband, Brad swaps with the, the girlfriend and, um, we go get some food. We go to Taco Bell. We, yeah, me and him go play video games. And I think we were playing Madden. We end up two in the morning, you know, leaving and just going home because they were like, well, you guys can stay here. Like we have room for you or whatever. And we were just like no we need to go home and jump each other like yeah. yeah yeah i was ready to maul you when i got home yeah and i did and then again in the morning as soon as i woke up and then again in the afternoon yeah um so we got up and we got around and brad looked at me and like psh, i didn't think we needed to talk about anything but he was like hey dude are you okay and i'm like Dude, I'm better than okay. Like, I'm obsessed with you right now. And, like, I had so much fun last night. And it just kind of, like, cracked a smile. And he was like, me too. So he's like, so, like, you're you're cool. I'm like, dude, I'm about to go make a TikTok right now. Like, I'm so happy that we ended up doing this. Like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to us. And there was literally a physical buzz in the house between us we couldn't stop making out we couldn't stop we were just at each other and we're like i can't wait until we get another free weekend to go do this again and you know we i think you know we went for the first couple months we just went once a month and then we fell into um you know one weekend this one grandma wanted this our boy and then the next weekend you know the other one 
and it, it it turned we ended up going like three weeks in a row yeah and then we were like all right this has been a lot of fun but i feel a little burnt out. yeah well and then you know tiktok kind of changed a lot of it too when so i started um you know on tiktok um right after we started swinging and you know i all i really wanted was just to be like hey i want to share my happiness with people and uh so basically really early on it it blew up and to be fair i had about 20,000 subscribers or uh you know people at that point so or followers i'm sorry um to be fair, I, I wasn't like, cause I was doing a lot of body, po- body positivity stuff. Um, so like it blew up and I had a video go viral, but people were mostly just making fun of us, <laughs> but like, definitely, yeah, but you know, then it kind of just transpired from there. And now here we are swinger society, like changing lives and fucking changing the world baby. changing the world baby <laughs> but yeah i mean here i don't know in our minds we are but yeah um even well, if we I can keep just seeing help. new and new videos like literally today i was sitting out in the garage and this guy's stupidest thing he was like oh how to cut a pineapple and he turns it upside down he's like this way all the juice goes down he goes but i'm not a swinger oh that's funny and it's like now everyone knows. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so everywhere mainstream. now that you see the upside down pineapple. I saw one right around the corner underneath the bridge on the back of a car. I tried to get next to him to like honk it. Oh, I'm like, I've that, done that, that before. I was like, that seems a little weird. We need to put one on our car at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? I got nothing else to hide. I mean, <laughs> literally. So, um, so yeah, like then TikTok happened, Swinger Society happened. Um, you know, and I think that that's another story for another day, obviously the whole TikTok movement and how we came to be where we are. But, um, yeah, that's kind of our introduction to swinging. Um, Brad came up with the name of this podcast. I'm not really sure why or where or how it came from. We were bouncing ideas. Well, the idea for a podcast. Over a year ago. Yeah. And... I was just like, I was like, I know all of the Swinger podcasts. I was like, we're friends with, you know, them. I was like, nobody has the Pineapple Express. And I, me and Brad, people assume that we smoke weed because we're kind of like hippies. I used to partake. Yeah. um, Gaze me crippling anxiety now i just can't do it anymore we support the cause but yeah. unfortunately um it we just, don't do it anymore and like chemically if you, it doesn't work for me anymore in my body first glance me... at me like i have dread like for those of you who don't know me like i have dreads and um i i'm like a we're just we're hippies like we're just so we were like you know what like that makes sense um and then kind of this train that we're running you know um we just keep the steam going and and that was and like bringing people along yeah and that was kind of our and then right before we decided to do this she had already sent out you know the name to get the graphics made i was like no let's change it to the pineapple experience i was like no we don't want to copy anybody come on <laughs> we're already copying a freaking great movie but i wanted to copy you know 
the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> so anyhow, um, that's that's where we are, and um, we we love, you know, we love being a part of this community. We love creating community. Um, I'm. You know, like I said, I'm a stripper. I'm a sex worker. I love um, chatting with sex workers. I think that sex work and swinging and um, non-monogamy and all of it go hand in hand uh, because they're human rights. You know, um, there's a human right for sexual freedom. um, And I think that it it just all goes together. Um, So I'm an advocate for that. And um, I, I can't wait to see where you know this takes us and where the you know what else we have in store uh we can't wait we already have a lot of really great guests we have therapists we have relationship coach we have um strippers we have couples we have poly people so we we already have like all of that planned um so if you think that you would be a good fit to be on the show we would absolutely love to have you um you know Brad and I, this, this podcast is, is going to be mostly education and, um, you know, mostly kind of for, for new people, I would say, um, you know, but it, it, it could be for anybody, but, um, you know, we, we, we want to make it different than other swinger podcasts, right? Because like our best friends, Dan and Lacey, you know, they, they have it their way. And then, you know, you've got front porch swingers and you've got we've got a thing and we've got the accidental swingers, which are all amazing podcasts and foreplay. Um, but we wanted to make it different. We wanted to tailor it to me and Brad and who we are. Um, and we don't want to be like anybody else. And so that's why we're, we're adding in the sex positivity and the, the sexual freedom and the, um, you know, sex work stuff because in sex education, because I think sex education is so important. Um, so yeah, I mean, Brad, do you have any final thoughts? Um, yeah. So you, you're going to be working with, you know, a lot of those advocacy groups, um, you're going to have dancers on um other only fans girls for me um you know having my swinger guy friends or maybe you know another guy where i can talk to would be fun um i i like helping guys with questions that they have about the lifestyle like how do you deal with this how do you tell her you know she's beautiful she keeps doubting herself we were so ready to come to this event and now she's ready to bail can you give me some advice on to get her to go so you know just being a dude for the dudes you know i've been there or you know i picked the story up from a friend of mine and i can give you that advice that i heard and maybe that'll work for you so you know um instagram uh brad the space cadet you can yeah and we'll, we're gonna link all of that yeah in you our, can message me notes. on there um yeah you know, so you can I'll find him you, in, all you, of you you can find all of that in the show notes for sure um yeah and if i mean brad the space cadet sexy swinger chick but definitely we brad and i are like the masculine and the feminine 
I feel like we are just like the two opposite spectrums. Um, and, and I think that that's why we do so well together because like, I'm like super like girl power, you know, and Brad's like, man, you know, male energy and like, um, not in a toxic way, obviously in a supportive way, but, and I think men totally need that for one. You should run a support group. Seriously. We need to stop being told that when we are men, that it's harmful or toxic well, if you're it's going about it the us, right way, it's us being us, and you know, as long as as long as um, it's it's gone about the right way, because yeah. we don't want to be suppressed, and well, I have thoughts on that. They're, <laughs> they're funny. So they're funny. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, if if you're new to us, you know, thank you for listening. Um, if you're, if you've been a follower for a long time, you know, just know that like none of that goes unnoticed and that Brad and I are so grateful and thankful for all of the opportunities, um, that this lifestyle has given us, um, to be able to be some of the, you know, voices for the community, um, has been such a blessing to us. Um, and and again, we, we do this because we love helping and supporting people. Um, so, you know, anytime you, you have something you want to say, or if you're interested in something, or if you're like, fuck you guys, I hate you both. You suck. I hate you. As long as it's constructive. Um, you can, ma- you don't can message me. You don't want me messaging. Well, you, you can email us <laughs> at a uh, pineapple express pod at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, we hope to hear from you guys. Thank you so much. And, um, with that, come ride, come ride on the pineapple express. (laughs) Thank you guys.